Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're doing well today. I am excited to welcome back the head coach for the Charlotte 49ers football team, Will Healy. During his first season in 2019, he led Charlotte to their first winning season and their first bowl game in school history. 2020 was a tough year for them, and he he joins us today to talk all about it. Uh, it, was, it ended up being cut short. They only played six games. They went two and four. Uh, and just had a really tough time, and and so he'll describe uh, what that that season was like. Uh, before Charlotte, he was the head coach at Austin P, where he dramatically turned around their program. And as a quarterback in college, he played at the Air Force and at Richmond, uh, where he won a national championship. He's a, a husband and father of two young boys, and we will jump in uh, to that conversation in just a moment. Uh, I do want to encourage you to check out manupcharlotte.org. If you live in Charlotte, I uh, would love to see you join us on June 19th for an awesome men's conference. Mike Tolbert, Jericho Cotri, Mike Mason, Brian Goins, 30 speakers are coming, men from all over the city. Uh, it's going to be a great day. For those of you that are listening that do not live in Charlotte, it'll also be broadcast virtually, uh, so you can stream it and watch it online. Again, go to manupcharlotte.org. Also, let me ask you this. Do you need to get your own health insurance? Well, go to healthmarketgenius.com. That's healthmarketgenius.com. Support them as they support us. Stick around at the end of the conversation with Coach Healy. I'll unpack the interview and a couple takeaways uh, that I had from the conversation. But right now, here we go. Coach Will Healy. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And joining me now on the Unpacking It podcast, a returning guest, the head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, Will Healy. Coach, it's so great to catch up with you. How are you? I'm shocked that after going two and four, y'all would let me come back on here. So I'm honored <laughs> that you would that you would call. Uh, I'm doing great. You know, I have uh, I know we've had a lot to catch up on in the last 16 months or so, uh, but things are great around here. And and again, appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Well, well, let's start on on a positive note. It's summertime, so so what does that mean for the Healy family and your and your boys and your wife? What what do you guys have planned and what what's going on? Well, six and two year old uh, enjoys summertime. There's a lot of water slides in the backyard and a uh, little bit of tennis camp, golf camp, uh, playing baseball, football. Um, 
So they're they're ready for daddy to be home. Uh, you leave for work at eight and they're ready for you to be home at nine. Uh, uh, but, you know, have, have had an opportunity to uh, we'll have a family vacation coming up here soon and uh, have a chance to spend some time away from the office a little bit. And, and then, uh, you know, gearing ourselves up. Our guys came back to school May 24th. So at the office a lot, seeing our guys and, and still working on some of the culture aspects that are important to us. But uh, summer's been, you know, a big family time for us and excited that it looks like some type of normalcy uh, this summer for us around here at Charlotte. Absolutely. No, it's beautiful and uh, exciting for sure. And and for you, you mentioned, you know, building the culture and, and this idea of building, you know, the, the team and relationships and that sort of thing. What have been some of even the, the fun opportunities that you've been able to, to do in the spring? I heard something about a top golf uh, kind of outing. Uh, and then what do you even have planned for the team? even kind of beyond the field to, to build some of that chemistry. Yeah. And, and I, you got to be careful because you don't want everybody to think you're, you know, you're not taking the the protocol seriously of there's still a pandemic going on, but we did have a chance to take about 40 guys to a top golf event at bank of America stadium, which was awesome. You know, it was, it was really one of the first team things we've been able to do in the last year or so and got to see some really pretty golf swings and some, some guys who need a couple lessons before I'd, I'd ever play with them again. Uh, but doing it at bank of America was really cool. Uh, a great event. And, and anytime we can connect ourselves with the Panthers, it's, it's been special. So, uh, we're, we're doing culture cookouts, uh, every Wednesday night during the summer, which have been great, uh, get away from football, feed them, hang out, relax. Uh, you know, I, I talked to one of my mentors, Heath Esslinger, um, who, you know, just talked about the importance of doing it in the summer because in, when you get into the fall, everything seems so packed, you know, and, and you don't know how much your guys are really, um, you know, focusing on what you're talking about. And so you got a little bit more time in the summer being able to spend some of those times talking about things other than football we've taken advantage of this year and, and have enjoyed being around our guys. And, you know, they're playing basketball and badminton and, wiffle ball and, and, uh, cornhole and, and all that type of stuff. So we got a couple fun, uh, events for them coming up, some more golf involved, maybe even, uh, you know, some, some roller coasters in the future, but trying to do as many fun things as, with them as we can. And, and just, uh, you know, obviously from a relationship perspective, bigger than the game of football. Absolutely. No, I lo- love hearing that. And so you mentioned cookouts. Did they ever see you on the grill? Are you, are you a grill master or what's, what's kind of your, uh, Situation. No, no, these things are catered. I don't know if we'd have anybody in our program who would eat something that I cooked. My <laughs> wife hardly does. So, I, you know, I am not a grill master by any stretch. Uh, I've got like a pimento cheese chicken that's my go-to. Ooh. But my, my wife says the only thing I'm really not sure of is when I cook. You know, wow. is it cooked well enough? Is it, you know, it does it taste right? And she thinks I'm a little bit more apprehensive about cooking than I am anything else. So, uh, most of it is is picking uh, is to go orders in the Healy House. That's right. I, if it involves cheese, I'm good. So grilled cheese or quesadilla, I'm all set. But outside eggs, of- eggs, bacon, I can do that. Waffles, pancakes. Yeah. You get outside of that. Now I'm in the danger zone. That's right. I'm I'm right there with you. Well, well, let, let's talk about last year because you know we we talked in the spring. It was a lot of uncertainty. We didn't know what was going on with with the pandemic, and then you know thankfully football was back last year. But for many programs, it was very challenging, and 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 for you guys, it, it was it was difficult. So so for kind of takes fans into what that experience was like last year. O- only playing six games, 
And, and now that you've got, had some time to reflect on last year, what are some of those takeaways? Well, you know, you and I talked about it. I, I went oh for my first 13 as a head coach. And um, I didn't think that I'd go through anything as a head coach that would be more difficult than that. Um, but last year was, and, and for a lot of different reasons. You know, obviously at the end of the day, playing football games is not the most important thing. Um, but it is something that's been a very rewarding experience for our guys. And, you know, we had nine games canceled. Uh, seven of them were within 48 hours of the game and five of them were canceled within 24 hours of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a lot of preparation, a lot of hard work that these guys have put into it um, to not be able to have just rewarded with an opportunity to go play. I, I think the other thing about it that was hard for me is I didn't have any answers. Mm. You know, why are we doing this? Why can I put a helmet on and go tackle somebody? But when I'm in a walkthrough, I got to put a mask on. Why can I, uh, you know, why are we shutting down with this amount of positives, but we practice with this amount of positives? Why are we traveling this way? And I, I didn't have great answers for them because I think everybody here was learning at the, you know, uh, on, on what's the best practice to be able to, uh, to use during this crazy unheard of time. And I give a lot of credit to our administration and our doctors. They did a tremendous job of, of, of doing everything they could to be able to help us um, you know, it's just the, these guys had nine opportunities taken away from them. We had more than anybody else in college football. And not only that, you know, just the mental health aspect of this thing, taking away relationships from these guys, taking away an experience from these guys, you know, having to wear a mask everywhere they go, get tested three times a week. You know, it was a lot. And, and um, you know, I, I, uh, I was worried more about their mental health than I and, and still am. Uh, more worried about their mental health than I am anything else. Uh, these guys understand the risk they take every time they go on a football field. You know, you talk risk to an 18 to 23 year old and they don't really understand what you're talking about because they go run into each other full speed. You know, it was more of how you doing really, you know, beyond surface level conversations. Uh, and then, you know, uh, we've invested because I'm not capable of handling a lot of those hard conversations with how they're really doing and, and those guys having the resources to be able to open up to somebody. So our university has, has invested a lot into these guys and their mental health and well-being, and we're continuing to grow and learn the best practices for it. But hard year, obviously not the success that we wanted on or off the field. You know, I'm proud of our guys for how they handled it because they were unbelievable, uh, just positive as all get out and practice their rear end off and, and uh, you know, but to have nine opportunities that I had to as the head coach stand up and say, we're not playing this week. That was, that was taxing. Um, and so uh, I'm glad to be moving on from that. Absolutely. And, and I'm curious from, from your perspective, you know, here you are, the, the players are looking to you, like you're supposed to be the, the anchor and the rock and, and the encourager and Hey, keep going. But how, what was that dynamic like? Because you're, you're having to hear this news yourself. And here you are, a young coach trying to prove yourself and build a program and, and want to build off the momentum from the year before. And you're not getting that opportunity as a head coach. So you're, you're experiencing this personally while having to be strong for the team. What, what was that like and how important was your, your faith and, and relying on God during those experiences? You, you talk about, and I just had a conversation with one of our guys on the practice field today. Um, you know, then on top of it, you're going to shut down churches, you know, uh, and you're going to every time you have an FCA meeting, you got to worry about how many guys are going to be contact traced, you know, and, and 
how many, what, what is safe to have a, a certain amount of people in a room and to have those type of, you know, 30 minute meetings. Um, a lot of that is thrown off. And, you know, I, I think that so much of it is, is bigger than the game of football aspect of your life and, and whatever that may be for anybody, you know, hopefully, you know, for a lot of us, it's, it is our, our faith, but whatever it is that brings you back to, you know, a, a something that's consistent, that's there, even when times aren't good, uh, I think was, was so important. Um, I think the positivity aspect of our, of our culture and, and, and really for me as a head coach, I mean, Hey boys, suck it up. You got to walk in here and you got to, you got to be positive as all get out with 150 people who are looking at you for direction. Um, and that was, that was trying, you know, I mean, not every day did you feel like going up there and, and, and acting like that, you know, it was all flowers outside. Um, but I fortunately surrounded by an unbelievable group of coaches and, uh, friends that were able to pick me up when I was down, mm. uh, a wife who was always there for me, um, and, and lived it with me, you know, um, and, uh, and obviously my faith, which is still so far from much like I am as a coach so far from where I need to be, uh, was extremely important and, and any, you know, relying and, and, and having a foundation and something outside wins and losses, I think is, is important in all times, but especially in this time. Absolutely, man. Well, no, I appreciate you sharing that. And, and I guess I'll unpack it a little bit further as you reflect, were, were there any maybe specific ways that, that you grew as a coach and, and grew personally, spiritually uh, just throughout this, this last year plus? Yeah. And, and you feel like you made so many mistakes last year, you, you should have been fired. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, how you handled one situation or, or, you know, how could you how could you have done it better, um, which mm-hmm. you hope that you're not preparing for this again. But um, even even with what you've been through, wh- where did you where did you run into pitfalls along the way? Where were you so headstrong that it probably got you? Um, and I think we did a phenomenal job of making sure that we were open, honest, and transparent with our players. Mm. And, you know, this is who tested positive, or this is the reality of this game on Saturday, or, you know, this is where we stand as a program or whatever it may be. We were very transparent with them. And I think sometimes what that, what happens is, you know, you just had a conversation with your athletic director and it's 50, 50 on whether you're going to play not or not on Friday and then you're going to go out or Saturday and then you're going to go out and practice Friday morning when you share that with your guys and then you expect them to be professionals and go out and have the best practice ever. I am sure just like our staff, you're going through it wondering if you're going to play a game the next day and if you're practicing for nothing. And I think there were times where that hit us where we finally got an opportunity to play and it probably caught us off guard. And that's on me. You know, we've got to be prepared for it, whether it happens or not when you've built a culture around relationships and being a tight knit group and, and you're not able to enjoy some of those luxuries that you've had in the past with team building experiences and having people over for dinner and, you know, what you do on the road with traveling and some of those things, it, when those are taken away from you, you know, how do you, how do you respond to it? How do you get creative with it? Recruiting, right. You know, having guys on campus, building relationships with our staff, uh, did you do as good a job as you could have done to be able to find other unique ways to be able to share your story? Some of the, um, you know, as many times as you were down, you know, 
I go back to finding, you, you know, going back to your faith and your foundation. There were times where the the losing a game or the 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 losing the opportunity to be able to play a game, you know, it got the best of you, and and you lost that that concrete foundation that you've built, you know, and and you let the negativities and the the you know really the kind of the up in the air juggle of what's next. I think there were plenty of times where I strayed away from my faith and didn't rely on it as much as I should have. And when that happened, everything just seemed to fall apart. You know, it's kind of like a culture in a football program. You know, if if you're not talking about it every day, if you're not reading up on it every day, if you're not, you know, making that a priority every day, then it's never going to be what you want it to be. And I, I found that to be the case, you know, from a faith perspective as well. So a lot that I learned uh, I learned that I was much more at peace whenever I got back to my foundation, whenever our our, our uh, football team got back to our foundation. And um, I don't know how many times it's going to take me to have to learn the same lesson again, you know, but uh, I feel like a moron every time I have to. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, I get that for sure. And and I guess when, when you say, you know, get back to your faith and your foundation, in what ways are, are, are you intentional in you know, spending time with God or, or what, what does that look like for you? Kind of just spiritual disciplines and, and ways that, that you, you know, man, I, I gotta, I gotta get kind of refocused. What, what is that kind of strategy or process for you? Well, typically, you know, and I, I know it shouldn't be this way, but typically a lot of it is church, you know, and in the state of North Carolina, that's been difficult over the last 14 months, 15 months uh, with, ex, with access to, to a church you know, one of the things that we've started back here uh, is is a Bible study on Monday mornings for coaches, um, mm. and and our our uh, head of FCA Ryan Glower does an unbelievable job and has really been a uh, you know a, a backbone for me, an accountability uh, partner for me, and and also for our staff uh, with with getting back into that and making that a priority for our staff. You know, my mom. Uh, has always been an unbelievable foundation for me for uh, her faith and uh, how consistent she is. Heath Esslinger, who I talked about earlier, who works with FCA in Chattanooga and a better way athletics has always been the, the guy who calls me out, you know, anytime I'm not walking the straight and narrow and, and not living for something bigger than myself. And, um, you know, so all of those things were, you know, whether it's a Bible study, whether it's, you know, daily devotionals, uh, whether it's the accountability partners I've had along the way, but, you know, making that a priority. Um, and again, I still have a lot to learn. I'm the last person who should be on here talking about, you know, I'm holier than thou uh, because I've, I've got a long way to go in my faith. But uh, when you miss out on some of those opportunities, you seem to stray further and further away. You know, when you don't have those Friday night FCA meetings, when you don't have the Bible studies, when you don't make the time for the reading or the, you know, the, the daily structure and you, you end up spending more time preparing for a game than you do for your faith. Um, that's where I've had pitfalls along the way and need to continue to be mature enough to say, no, this is what it's about. And this is where I've uh, found peace throughout my life. And, and uh, even though there may be the struggle and the, you know, the, the challenges thrown at you that the last 16 months have, have thrown at you, um, you know, it, that's still, you can't just be good when times are good, you know, and uh, that's something I've, I continue to learn. Man, no, I appreciate you sharing that. I appreciate your authenticity and transparency. And I know guys listening, 
uh, today can can relate to to so much of that uh, and and can identify. Hey, we're we're in this journey, and it's a it's a daily opportunity to grow. We slip, we fall. Thankfully, God loves us, and he and he's he's with us as we continue on in, in this journey of faith. And so uh, thanks for sharing all that. And, and, and one thing you, you mentioned too, th- this idea last year where uh, you, you practice for, for nothing. You, you know, it feels like that, where the game gets canceled, you practice for nothing. So now here we are gearing up for another season. And, and I know you know that those practice, they weren't for nothing. They were, they were building this team to, to prepare for this upcoming season. So how excited are you about this team and and how do you feel like, man, this team has really grown even through all that and, and is set up well to, uh, to, to surprise some people this year? I've taken so many things for granted over my life as, as a coach and as a player. You know, just having a chance to, to complete 15 spring practices is something that I've probably taken for granted for my entire time playing football. I didn't take that for granted this year. Having a chance to have these guys out here working out right now and be able to do fun things with them in the summer – culture cookouts and, and take them to go play golf and have them over to your house. And I don't, I don't take that for granted. And I hope I don't ever take that for granted again, after what we've been through, you know, over the last couple months or, or, or over the last year, but, but I'm really excited about this football team. I'm excited how these guys have responded uh, through all the adversity that they've faced. I'm excited to get a chance to love on them and hug on them and, and be around them and develop a relationship with them outside the, you know, of, of the, facility and and you know a lot of it is you want to give them the experience that they want Mm. they want to go win games they want to go play for conference championships but in the meantime you can teach them about what it looks like to have an identity outside of this game and so you know kind of the carrot that's dangling these guys love football and they love competing and when you take some of those opportunities away from them it's it's hard because that's what I want for them I know how hard they've worked for it and so um, I'm excited to be able to have some of these opportunities again. I'm excited about the football team we have coming back and the new guys that we've added. I'm excited to be able to use this summer as a way for us to, to be able to develop the type of culture and, and close-knit football team that we expect to have here. And uh, and then I'm excited about the staff that we have. You know, we've added some new coaches. We've had some guys leave, and uh, I'm excited about the group. So, like every coach you'd probably have on here right now, you know, in, in June, everything's, everything's great. Uh, but our, our guys have worked really, really hard since January and they've been through a lot. We've been able to expose some weaknesses and create some new habits. And uh, I'm, I think there's big things in store for this football team. That's exciting. I'm fired up for it. And, and so you mentioned your, your staff and your, your assistant coaches and, and adding new ones to the, to the staff. What, what is your kind of leadership style and, and how do you utilize your staff and, and even kind of what's that, what does that look like adding somebody to the staff and getting them kind of up to speed and, and bought in and understanding, you know, what's already been built and, and, and where you guys are heading? Well, the most important part to me is do you enjoy being around the person that you're hiring? It's much like recruiting to me. You know, I want to recruit players that I like that I will be passionate about getting up in the morning every single day and and going to help because that makes this job so much more fun when you work with great people. And when you work with great athletes and and great student athletes that you enjoy being around, there's a different type of motivation, not cutting corners on, Hey, I think this guy's a great recruiter. He's a great coach, but I don't really enjoy being around them. I love being around our staff. 
so much so that when we have a chance to leave work and go hang out with each other, we love doing it. We love going on trips together. We love, you know, uh, we, we love coaches retreats and all those type of things. So we've got a really tight knit staff. So the first thing to me in hiring somebody is, do you want to be around them every day? Are you going to enjoy working with them? Then what type of relationship do you think? What do they believe in? And do you think they'll develop the type of relationship you would want them to that matches your culture with your players? You know, I mean, you as a head coach can be so passionate about this is what I believe in. But when the door closes and those guys are in there with their position, if it's not if it doesn't match, it's really hard to build that. So, uh, you know, finding people who match those same ideals and beliefs and, you know, obviously a personality. Can they recruit? Uh, can Will they treat people the right way? Uh, will they be, you know, will they work hard? Are they self-motivated and self-driven? Uh, and, and what's their knowledge? All of those things definitely come into play. But the biggest thing is, do I want to be around you every day? And if that, if the answer to that is no, I don't care how good of a football coach you are. I don't, I don't want to spend my time not enjoying who I work with. And, and uh, I've got a lot of great people here. I mean, I think if there's anything I've done well that I, I you know, I, I've, succeeded in it would be uh, i've surrounded myself with great people hey man it's so so crucial in all walks of life that that's for sure well coach it's been great catching up with you and and uh, appreciate you uh you sharing all that you, you did and and excited for this upcoming season and lord willing we'll have a full season and, and get the fans back in full capacity and, and cheering you guys on and and so it, it's it's great to, to have you at the helm uh, for the Charlotte 49ers and and being a, a Charlotte guy my, myself growing up here of course I'm an app state guy uh but uh we'll change but, it <laughs> but but I love when when Charlotte's relevant and and to have a football program here is is awesome so uh so anyway so thanks coach and uh and wish you the best this summer enjoying the family enjoying some of those uh culture cookouts and, and then of course with the upcoming season appreciate your time man have a great day thanks for having me all right absolutely there's coach Will Healy from the Charlotte 49ers Joining us here on Unpacking It. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And we're back in studio to unpack the conversation with Coach Will Healy. And and here's my big takeaway today. I love the the types of guests that we have on this show. And and I, I talk to to you as a listener a lot about uh the importance of humility and the the guys that we bring on that are humble guys. And and what I appreciated about Will today is that he talked about his faith. He talked about the importance of getting back to his foundation, the, the you know, the importance of of faith during tough times and and relying on God. But he was also honest and transparent that you know, he doesn't have all the answers and and he was struggling and 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 things are tough and and we're all on this journey of faith and 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 I appreciate when guys come on not to pretend like they've got it all together not to pretend like they've got it all figured out because you and I we can relate we don't have it all figured out but thankfully in God's grace in his love he he picks us up when when we stumble he gets us back on track when we when we look to him and and seek him through his word, he encourages us to, to keep going, and, and he always welcomes us back with, with open arms. And, and so that's the encouragement for us today. And, and, and I hope that you, you, know, you listen to these interviews with, with athletes and coaches and you're inspired 
by their faith and you're inspired by you know the way that they live it out in the sports world. Uh, but I but I hope too that you bring it you know bring it home into your own life. You know what what does it look like to be a follower of Jesus in your own life? And and sometimes we'll we'll talk to guys that have you know been through a, a really tough background. Some guys have been you know walking with Jesus their whole life. Some guys you know right now in their in their faith they're learning they're growing they're being challenged and, and different things are popping up and and when they come on to share those things it's 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 awesome and inspiring to hear about. Some guys come on and they're like pastors and they, you know, they've, they've got a, you know, a deep faith with all sorts of you know, encouragement through the word. And, and so we soak that in. Um, and so I hope that you'll uh, appreciate the, the authenticity and the transparency that uh, the coach will Healy had today. So I thought that was, uh, that was awesome. And, and just, you know, the importance when, when he's talking about building a culture, he's building that culture, uh, you know, with, the, the, the coaches, uh, coaches Bible study that he mentioned through FCA and, and making sure that FCA uh, is a part of the, the program and, and this, this family atmosphere. And, and so the, all of that is so, so crucial uh, to building the right kind of program. And, you know, he mentioned too, you know, making sure that these guys understand that they have an identity beyond football and an understanding that there is life beyond football. And it's like, we hear that, but for, for, for these, these athletes that are, you know, 18 to 22 years old, they've got to have a coach that, that is, is speaking that, living that, uh, and pointing them uh, ultimately to uh, a, lo- a loving God. And, and so, um, so anyway, so I'm, I'm thankful for the, the way that, that Will Healy is uh, leading the program. And, and again, you know, my, my App State Mountaineers, we beat the, the Charlotte 49ers last year, so that was good. Uh, but but I, I'm rooting for Charlotte. I, I hope that they have an awesome season and uh, they continue to, to build this program. Uh, in the right direction, and actually, one of our interns uh, works with the team, so uh, so we're we're excited about that as as well. One of our interns here at Unpacking It. There's Coach Will Healy. Awesome conversation with him. Again, check out manupcharlotte.org and be sure to register for the Man Up Charlotte Conference, uh, whether you're in Charlotte or if you want to watch it virtually. So we will uh, we'll see you on June 19th uh, for that. Well, we'll be back on Monday for the live show. Uh, So definitely listen to that either as a podcast or join us live on Facebook or YouTube. And we will talk to you then. But thanks so much for listening. I'm Bryce Johnson. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected. And through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.